1: Oy, 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 episode 596,
2: and guess what? Uh, as I predicted uh, many, many weeks ago, I said, or months ago, I said, if we get a favorable decision with Bruin, New Jersey will do everything in its power to take those rights away from us. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, as predicted and as Scott Bach has prepared for the legislature, with the help of, of course, uh, Governor Freestuff, the jack-o'-lantern on crystal meth, they're fast-walking some bills through that are going to hammer us. So, of course, the best guest to have on is someone who said, New Jersey is giving us the middle finger, and I thought the middle <laughs> finger wasn't socially acceptable because I got yelled at that for the last time the guy was on the show. But without further ado, to a warrior extraordinaire, Scott Bach
3: hey guys great to be back on and it is unbelievable what is going on and it's they're giving the middle finger to the US Supreme Court and uh, that quote actually has made it around the world (laughs) it has it has it has which I think is great I never I never say anything that's not true okay it is absolutely the truth listen the the bill that is moving through the legislature right now is designed to do an end run around Bruin. It's how can we pay lip service to Bruin and then find a brand new way to ban carry everywhere in New Jersey? That's, that's what it is. And that's, that, that is thing is going to go down in flames when we challenge it after it's passed.
2: Uh, so uh, we're going to play a clip right now of the, where, this is where you testified, Scott, and you, you gave them the middle finger and said that we will sue and we will recoup legal fees, which we just did with the Maseret case, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, so we're pretty successful uh, with that. But uh, I don't know who this Danielson guy is, but his IQ is way, way, way below room temperature in Alaska. <laughs> um, and, uh, so Sandy, you're going to play the clip here, right?
4: Yeah. In the here beginning, uh, law enforcement is still trusted and I'm happy to say this bill makes no changes to their, uh,
2: all right. Good.
4: To, uh, active and retired law enforcement.
0: Yeah, because that's one of my concerns. I'm not sure if it does all the way. Well,
4: I could tell you personally between me and you, you no longer have to be concerned.
0: Okay. Good. Um... But the other areas, um, there's a whole laundry list of places in which um, if someone is a law-abiding citizen, has a right to carry a concealed weapon, cannot in a whole laundry list of places. My question to you is where can they carry? And how did that balance, how did you strike that balance?
4: Uh, Well, thank you for recognizing a wonderful list of places. We would never want to see the average person carrying a loaded gun. Uh, These are places that typically large uh, or sensitive groups of people congregate and visit, and we gave it um, very careful consideration. And these are um, these are locations the reasonable person uh, exercising common sense would have an expectation that guns are not being brought in except by law enforcement active or retired.
2: Scott, and, how and, dumb and is he? Scott? So, I,
4: so my job.
2: It's to he explain really where guns should not be. <laughs> I think this is an
4: excellent list. My job is not to tell you where guns can go. So.
0: And so how did, so? What's his job then? So what is left? Did you ever come to the analysis of where, <laughs> if you're a person who has a permit, goes through this um, process, obtains the permit to carry concealed, wh- and you're not a cop, retired, active, right. whatnot, where
4: can you carry? Well, um... Daycares, you would not want guns. Uh, uh, women's sh- shelter. <laughs> Where can you carry? Homeless shelter. <laughs> uh, my son's high school. My daughter's college. His poor kid. Uh, <clears throat> These are places we listed. I don't want to go to a, a football game and uh, have to wonder why, you know, some of the uh, seventy thousand people in a stadium mm. might be carrying. I don't want to go to a, a, a rave uh, party in some bar. Uh, and worry that half the people in there are carrying. Our job is to regulate where, in this bill, where guns are reasonably prohibited. And this list is what we've came up with. If you have a specific place on our list that you would like to talk about, uh, I certainly will entertain that. But our, my job is to, is to oh write common God. sense to this bill and that was in places where a reasonable person would have the expectation that a concealed firearm would not enter
0: so one of the questions I received from a constituent who is an active who is a licensed gun holder is where can I carry them was the question and I don't I can't give them an answer I think they can in their car as long as it's locked up on the way to the range have I defined the extent and if you don't know the answer that's fine I don't, I just the
2: don't. Dumbest know. I like the dumbest assemblyman they got to, to, to sponsor this as bill. To where you the carry dumbest assemblyman. So,
4: years ago, I used to fly a, 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 an airplane, and I didn't get my license, though my sister did. Because oh. you're over too me. dumb That's, to pass a test. <laughs> I said, All right, where can I fly my airplane? That's
2: why you chose politics.
4: Because <laughs> if you look at a sexual chart, there's restricted air airspace all over. Could the place. you imagine
2: this so numbnut on a plane, piloting you a,
4: plane? a plane? You, you plan out oh, God. where you're going to go, where you're going to start, you plan out your trip, where you're going to land. Um, you even plan out emergency uh, locations. Oh, this will be similar to that. You, you're not going to mindlessly. Still no answer. Still no answer. On your person and just leave the house. Talking
0: about person. What?
2: Scott, how frustrating was this, Scott, to listen to this idiot? Well, it was to be expected.
3: Listen, whether he's dumb or not, I'm not going to comment, but he knows exactly what he's doing. He won't answer the question, and he wouldn't answer the question in a subsequent hearing that was grilled over it by another assemblyman, because the answer is nowhere. What they've done is they've created gun-free, gun-free zones throughout the state. That don't allow carry anywhere, and he's not going to admit that because that's, you know, that's the death knell to this horrible piece of legislation that's being ramrodded through.
2: So, you know, so, he's- so Scott, I, I got this today from Assemblyman uh, Robert Oth, by the way, who comes to the range and is pro two A, and he wrote the New Jersey Office of Legislative Services reviewed this bill. And pursuant to analysis of the provisions of the Assembly Bill in light of the Bruin decision, the provisions of the bill establishing the objective-based expanded framework for the purchase and carry of firearms and increasing and creating a certain fees related to purchasing and carrying firearms likely could be found constitutional. However, the provisions of the bill establishing certain categories of sensitive places in which carrying a firearm would be prohibited may exceed what is permitted under the Bruin decision also requiring permit to carry holders to maintain liability insurance coverage could be challenged as impermissible burden on protected conduct under the second and 14th amendment of the United States they know this is not going to go they're just wearing us down and buying time am I correct you are correct Anthony but let me tell you a little bit more about that process because that letter came
3: from the office of legislative services OLS, OLS o- today, o- yes. The Office of Legislative Services is supposed to be um, neutral. They're not In supposed New Jersey? To be yeah, all right. They're supposed to be, but yeah. through the decades, it's been proven over and over again they're not. I'm surprised they were as forthright as they were in that assessment, because on the one hand, I mean, they, listen, they are, if they do something the majority doesn't like, they're going to get fired, okay, the, the personnel, so... They have to walk a fine line. They know this is blatantly unconstitutional, and they've had to couch it in the language you just read, which is still a huge admission. It's it's pretty unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. Listen, I infer from the bill that's going and the, the attempt to, to ramrod it through that they sat down and they said, how can we look like we're paying lip service to Bruin? look like we're being responsive to Bruin, but still effectively uh-huh. ban carry in most, if not all, locations in Jersey. And this bill is the answer to that. Okay, Number one, you have to get insurance to
2: carry. Okay, what kind Which we had an go- executive order that said you couldn't get insurance, right? Didn't Murphy do that his first year in mm-hmm. office? He called yes. that murder insurance and passed yes. an executive order, signed an executive order?
3: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So so you have a contradiction of the law, but, but even more significantly, you can't mandate under threat of criminal penalty that you ensure the exercise of a constitutional right or you don't get to exercise it. You can't condition the exercise on something like that. Okay, it's unbelievable. Now, listen, the list of sensitive places in this legislation, there are some legitimate... Sensitive places. Let's talk about what sensitive places means under Berlin, guys, just so we have perspective. Okay. Sensitive places refers to a very narrow class of places where government, core government functions occur. Places like courthouses, legislatures, okay, city councils, okay? so that's what bruin says sensitive places are and what this bill attempts to do is to use sensitive places like a trojan horse to rip gaping holes in that narrow tear in the fabric and just rip it wide open so that anywhere they just anywhere they damn well please becomes a sensitive place if they label it with quotes around it as a sensitive place and that's what this legislation has done they basically listed out a few of the legitimate sensitive places and then expanded it to places like parks parks public gatherings your own vehicle okay you know beaches
2: restaurants where alcohol is served
3: okay anywhere
2: where alcohol is served and you can't go into any private property unless that private property puts a sign up and says you're allowed to carry a gun here that's right that's right and by the way if the restaurant
3: serves alcohol and you don't drink it, there's no distinction. If, if alcohol is served at the restaurant and you're not drinking, you still can't carry there. The, the bottom line of it is when you add it all up, they've created giant swaths of carry-free zones you can't carry anywhere, and that's why the sponsor is doing that tap dance. Well, it's not my job to tell you where you can carry. My job is to identify all the places where you can carry. So there's a reason he doesn't answer that question, and that is because the honest answer to the question is Nowhere. You can't carry anywhere. So, I, listen, so I can tell you ANJRPC is going to file the lawsuit on this bill the second it becomes law in whatever form it becomes law in. Um, we've been working on this actually. We've been anticipating this legislation, okay? Yep. Listen, New Jersey gave New York State wide berth to bring this legislation first. And it did. And so, you know, recently in the courts, they put a restraining order on it. They held the whole thing up, at least temporarily. And so, you know, we're going to do the same thing in New Jersey. And I'm going to tell you, this this statute, this attempt to ban carry, do an end run around Bruin, will not stand.
2: Now, Well, they're doing if, it again, right? Instead of... In- instead of going a little bit they did like they've done for the past 30 years from us they went all the way and it's going to recoil back the other way again because they never learn right that's right and it's
3: not going to take 30 years okay it's going to be very it's going to be very quick now it's
2: hard to say
3: what the lower federal courts are going to do because there is um there are kind of well lower activists. standards there and activists on the bench but i'm telling you this is going to fall and it's going to fall big and it's going to fall relatively quickly so and uh you know we will bring uh preliminary injunction and tro right at the same time we file our case which will which will hopefully you know stop it in its tracks while we argue over it but it's just listen the rule of law means
2: nothing to these people these people are, are lawless We've been no three no branches of the government either. There's no more. Free, there's no balance of power, and you have the executive branch and the judicial branch have joined together and they rule by by tantrum and it's like a fiefdom.
3: Yeah, and the and the the legislative branch as well. So yes, it's listen. It's we have to wake up and smell the reality here, and the reality is is there is no rule of law in New Jersey. Okay, we've waited decades and worked for decades to get a decision. Like Bruin, okay, that is clear beyond a shadow of a doubt, and it means nothing in the Garden State, okay. They don't perceive any higher authority than themselves, and they're gonna get smacked down. They're gonna get smacked down, they're gonna pay our legal fees to do it because it's a civil rights violation, what they're doing. And listen, there are historical analogs to this moment in time where you know in civil rights legislation in the 60s and and um very significant supreme court decisions that certain states you know railed against and actively ignored for for like a decade before things changed we're going to accelerate that process as much as possible we're going to teach them a lesson they will not forget um and uh, listen it's just I had to when I testified last week I, I completely abandoned my prepared remarks because it became apparent to me that these people have no idea what concealed carry is why it exists and the legislation that they're passing they talk about public safety they have to protect the public and it became quite clear they feel like they have to protect the public from law-abiding citizens yes. carrying yes. that's what that's what they're doing. And and I said that to them and I gave them a lesson in what concealed carry is, why it's important, you know you know, the, the deterrent effect it has on criminals who go elsewhere when they know somebody might be lawfully armed. They stared blankly at me as if it was the first time they've ever heard this. Listen, That's we're, sad. That is just we're, sad. We're rowing against a very strong current, and it's gonna. We're in lag time. The Supreme Court has spoken. You know, the idiots in the legislature are still shaking their fists, and as I said, giving the middle finger to the U.S. Supreme Court on this. And it's gonna take time, and we're gonna have to continue to do battle. You know, we we think it's done, but it's not done, and we're up to the we're up to the task, gun owners. Um, Don't give up easy, we just get stronger from adversity and we've had a lot of it, and listen, at ANJRPC we've been saving our pennies for a couple of decades, and now we're ready to spend them on whatever it takes to get the job done. On litigation, legislation,
2: whatever. You know, Adam Lusberg sent me a thing. He said he wrote to a state assemblyman and suggested creating an aerial view map and then shading in red all of the areas that you cannot carry by default. Uh, he goes, and he can virtually guarantee that the entire state will be shaded red with the notation that you can request permission to carry on private property. And that should illustrate that this law effectively bans concealed carry. Oh boy, is he absolutely right with that. And we're all onto them. And again, if anybody hears a fan running in the background, by the way, it's Assemblyman Danielson's plane taxiing <laughs> upside down, uh, <laughs> on a runway waiting for his dumb ass to get in the plane and take off because I don't even know where this guy ever even came from that he was put up to sponsor this bill because he can't even answer a question legibly or competently. I mean I understand the Peter Principle eventually we all get promoted to our own level of incompetence but holy shit he peaked early I can't believe what we have there He he doesn't even know the wording in the bill when Brian Bergen was asking him questions Scott he didn't even know what's in his own bill that he co-sponsored. And I think it's in there somewhere. I don't know where it is or whatever. It's 30 pages, you fucking mental midget. You should read it, have it memorized, and studied. <laughs>
1: 33, he can read.
3: 30, it's 33 yeah. pages. And listen, let me just tell you, this bill, uh, in my estimation, this bill came out of the governor's office. and they, Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. They shilled to find sponsors and people who would endorse it. You know, the governor so far hasn't been out there pushing this legislation. It's, it's, you know, he's tasked legislative leaders to do his dirty work this time. Why, I don't know. But <clears throat> listen, at, at the committee hearing the other day, uh, Danielson was, it was standing room only, a small committee room. And, you know, after I testified and, and told them we were going to sue them and we were gonna, the state's going to wind up paying our legal fees, he's standing up against the wall and he was right next to rob nixon who i went next to and he was like muttering under his breath oh i hope i'm personally named in that lawsuit i hope please god please name me in that lawsuit i looked at him i said we can oblige if you want if you really want so listen i can tell you these, these guys feel like they have the moral high ground they don't they don't understand they don't realize they're in their own echo chamber that's all they hear they think they're the highest authority they think they bow to no one and we're gonna have to force them and teach them a lesson
2: they'll never forget and we are right up to that task and that's exactly what we're gonna do you know Scott uh, did you notice that the legislative liaison Pamela Gellert was there and she asked the legislature to change section three of the bill which removes the court from the process and it would go into effect immediately, not in six months after passage. Did you did you did you catch that? Yeah. The judges um, want to be removed from the process.
3: Well, in in point of fact, there's no reason for a judge to be involved in the process any longer. There's Correct. There's no subjective evaluation of a person's demeanor or personality. That is that's out the window with Bruin. It's objective factors only. You either meet them, in which case you get a permit, or you don't. In which case you don't get the permit. So uh, there really is no need for that but listen, they're gonna keep judges in there, I predict because judges perform a, an unwritten unspoken function which is to act as a regulator to eva- you know to to be an obstacle and a burden and a hurdle that has to be overcome and we've seen that in several counties which I think we've talked about already where judges have taken it upon themselves to e- call, Applicants before them and evaluate their demeanor and grill them and you know like cross-examine them them and if they find anything that they don't like just you know they, they deny and then put the burden back on the applicant to sue. So, listen, judges are going to wind up in court if they continue to do this. and we're going to sue them personally, yes, okay? uh, and they are on the hook personally because they're not protected by statute. You know, it's an extra. It's it's not a core judicial function. Nor in the judiciary, you know, is it a judge's function to stand on, uh, you know, to stand in judgment of the personality of an applicant for, for a carry permit. So, uh, you know, you've got prosecutors that have gotten involved and injected themselves and told applicants, um, you know, you know, uh, your your permit's going to be denied unless you agree to these conditions voluntarily these restrictions on your carry rights. You know, they threaten and intimidate and harass. And all of that is impermissible. But, you know, we think the judges have been waiting for a piece of legislation, you know, that, that they can then back out. Well, this is it, except the legislation's not going to stand. When it when it goes into law, we're going to knock it down. So it's going to be back to the judges again. So, listen, round and round we go, It's <clears throat> we're going to have to... Um, I, I, listen, it burns me to have to say it, but we're going to have to go back to court even after the Supreme Court has spoken. That is a sad state of affairs.
2: Yep. Yeah, well, New York, too. Let's face it. They don't want to give in. They, they just... Times Square is still sensitive places, and the court said they couldn't do it. And they did it anyway. They put signs up again. So...
3: They're lawless. They hate us. They're lawless. They hate us. Listen... You got to look at this also from 30,000 feet. There is a reason why the Second Amendment is such a despised right among globalists and statists. Yeah. Okay. Right. It, I mean, really, and I spoke about this in the, at the ANJRPC annual meeting last week. It's not just about that they hate guns, okay, or they're scared of guns. Guns are a barrier to. Um, Global domination and control. If you have an armed population, they can risk. I'm sorry. They can resist unlawful mandates like things that happened over the last couple of years. Yes. Okay. And you know, if we don't know now, after after we've been through the last few years, what is at stake? Like you know, years ago, people used to call me a conspiracy theorist, but now it's factual.
1: (laughs) Yep. Okay. Mm
3: -hmm. There are places on this planet where where people lost their freedom during lockdown and people who didn't comply were locked up i mean the importance of an armed society as a check against oppressive government regulation is never more apparent than it's been now and at the end of the day there is a reason for this fervor to get rid of gun rights and this railing against carry rights because You know, it's going the wrong way to this. These people, these people want to dominate and control the globe, and armed citizenry is a barrier to that. So they have to attack gun rights, and that's what's at stake. And it's, it's, you know, I mean, that just above just you know gun rights. Gun rights are a smaller piece in a much larger puzzle. And there's a reason. There's a reason NRA has been ruthlessly attacked. There's a reason why gun rights have been ruthlessly attacked. And there's a reason all of us, everyone listening to this has been called to battle on this issue. Okay? Even if you think, "Well, I don't get involved. I only call a legislator or write to a legislator when something comes up." I'm telling you, this is this is a calling from above. I mean, it's what drives me. Okay? Obviously, me you know, too. We, we love personal protection. We love you know, we love anything that empowers the citizens not to be victims, but we also love Anything that preserves goodness on this planet yes, and right. prevents, you know, evil from taking over, so, and that's what this is really about. When you look at it, you know, from a hundred thousand feet,
1: you're absolutely right, Scott. And and there's no better examples of what tyranny can do than the past few years that we've gone through. People have lost their livelihoods because they. Did not comply with a government mandate that was not able to even be dictated, let alone uh, what's going on right now with the uh, mm-hmm. w- with the uh, with the gun rights.
3: Yeah, I mean, I wonder what happened to the "My Body, My Choice" uh, yeah Grounded. movement. You know, in, in one context, it just completely evaporated. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. Uh, are we ready for a break? We are, and um, I'm going to uh, take a hold one second.
2: Housekeeping. Uh, first one, Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com. Mention Gun for Hire, Gun for Hire Radio, get 20% off. You can order and have it delivered to Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park, New Jersey, for freaking Fridays. Uh if you own a firearm or any weapon in uh, New York you need insurance uh, legal defense fund nytacdefense.com newyorktacdefense.com gun for hire one word for a 10% discount on your monthly fee if you live in the 49 other states you need legal representation us law shield use code word gun for hire one word for 10% off decoding firearms by John Petrolino is available at Amazon Kindle and at the Gun for Hire Pro Shop and Gun Store. Over 350 Pro 2A businesses, products, and services, quarantinecrawl.com. Support those who support you, damn it. Uh my doctor, optimal health wellness nj.com. wellness nj.com, Dr. Joseph Sambatero. For a few hundred dollars a month, you can have a doctor at your Beck and call 24 7, 365 days a year, baby. My man Tony Gallo at Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, L A K E I S dot org. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. Contact them for more info. That is our future. Zen Float Center, 219 Park Avenue, Scotch Plains. Sharon Decker runs zenfloatcenter.com. Go and check her out. Don't forget, there's still some time left on the Gun for Hire 30 year anniversary giveaway. The final drawing is October 31st. We're going to be giving away a Colt Python. Every time you come into the gun store and you spend $50 or more, you get a ticket. And that ticket goes in there, and it stays. We have a drawing every day. There's one more gun that's being given away, and then we uh, we have a bunch of other gifts and booby prizes in between. So come down and support those who support you, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody's got to be out there doing the fighting and getting the arrows in their back, and we kind of like what we're doing. Scott, I was in Florida, so I, I missed— uh, I miss going and testifying. Otherwise, it would have been fun. But while you're listening to the show, ladies and gentlemen, anjrpc.org. It's the state affiliate of the National Rifle Association. Scott Bach and I are both NRA board members. I am uh, on the on the uh, whatever. I'm on the board of anjrpc. Scott is the executive director. We can use your donations, anjrpc.org, because the lawsuits don't happen for free. If you have problems, strike force at ANJRPC.org jrpc.org. Dan Schmutter is on it. If they're not responding in a timely manner, it's okay. We are still looking for plaintiffs on the, the magazine ban and carry plaintiffs, and we're especially looking for any doctors. and There's a bunch that listen to the show. If you got your carry permit. We need you. We need you to email strikeforce at anjrpc.org. Dan Schmutter needs your input uh, and some participation on something. So please get involved. If not now, when? If not us, who? Let's do it. All right. I'm back. Uh, Scott so i got a ton of emails from people they're sending me their their stock letters that they sent to the assembly uh they're sending me the anjrpc one that you guys sent out in the alert everybody's doing the best that they can with this just so now explain to us so Governor Snaggletooth, two weeks from now, signs whatever it's going to look like into law. You're going to be prepared that day. You're going to be signing. uh, You're going to be filing a lawsuit. Explain how the process could go, how it can't go. We're not going to hold it to you, you know, to your feet. But just let the the newer listeners, you know, we have all these tens of thousands of new gun owners now that have been awoken either during COVID the pandemic lockdowns are uh, applying for a permit all this awakening they're new to this so they don't they don't really know the process so can you enlighten us please okay well first of all
3: I'm not sure this is going to be over in two weeks okay this whole I, thing I know. has to happen in in the Senate as well but generally the legislative process is there's an Assembly Committee meeting and then there were just two and then the full assembly votes and then it's got to go through senate committee and then the full senate we have a couple of tricks up our sleeve that we're waiting for the right time to unleash that has the potential to delay and disrupt which is always a good thing when it comes to legislation like this but let's assume this gets to the governor's desk sometime in november or in december okay at some point it's gonna get there the governor then signs the bill which you know I've been getting a lot of email from people saying are not we gonna challenge these bills and the answer is you can't challenge a bill you can only challenge a law once it becomes a law and it only becomes a law when both houses of the legislature pass it and then the governor signs it so that's the the key moment is when the governor signs then you can challenge it and our plan is to be ready the moment he signs to push the button on that And, uh, you know, our our plan is also to to seek a restraining order at the exact same time and uh, a shorter version of even that, a temporary restraining order, which if we're successful in it, it will put the entire law on hold from the beginning, from the moment it's signed. Then there's the, you know, the legal process, which can take some time. uh, But, you know, there's not that much to litigate here okay? It's just a question mm. of what what Bruin says and what this bill does, and it's not really hard to see what it does, okay? Worst case scenario, we have some activist lower courts that make us go to the middle level appeals court, and it, it, listen, if the middle level, the Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit, if they don't find the way we need to go, then we're going to go right to the U.S. Supreme Court, and although the Supreme Court doesn't, Take a lot of gun cases. This would be like Bruin too. This would be like a, a a state legislature shaking its fist at the Bruin ruling. The Supreme Court would have an incentive to speak and to smack it down and to speak authoritatively against it. So, otherwise Bruin is meaningless. If 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 state legislatures are free to disregard it and there's no consequence, then then it's meaningless. So yep. Um, you listen, that's that. That's the process. It's going to take as long as it takes. We're not going to delay it one iota. Okay, we're going to move it as fast as we can. Um, and um, listen, we just have to be patient and understand we're part of a much larger movement. In some ways, from a national perspective, from the perspective of history, this is going to be a footnote in history. A hand, you know, the footnote's going to read something like. A handful of states, you know, willfully disregarded, you know, and shook their fists at this ruling, you know. But due to the persistent efforts of gun owners like those listening, um, you know, that was beaten back, and and eventually, New Jersey lawmakers got the message. It's not an unusual phenomenon, as I said earlier, for lawmakers to react um, in an extreme anti, you know, against what the Supreme Court has done that they strongly disagree with. They're embarrassed because they've lost their power to do this regulation. And this is just their, it's the middle finger. It's just a way of saying, oh, yeah, well, take this.
4: Hmm.
3: Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's what's going on. It's childish. It's absurd. And again, it's calculated to protect the public from law-abiding citizens, ca- citizens who can't. <laughs> That's that is the, you know, nobody said anything about violent criminals. I mean, when, when I was talking at the committee hearing last week, again, they stared blankly as I talked about the importance of right to carry as a deterrent and the idea that when, you know, the, you, you know when the predators can't tell the difference between the wolves and the sheep, the whole flock is safer.
2: They were like, huh, what? What? They truly hate us, you know. They hate, you know, they they hate us. There's never, imagine if they put this much time and effort going after violent criminals, repeat offenders, the real dregs of society uh, that are constantly keeping people unsafe in our state and in our country. No, they don't care about that. They just care if they're following this agenda. Well, they do. A lot of them get money from big anti gun groups and dark money groups like George Soros and them and and Nanny Bloomberg. So you have that too. So, you know, that's another reason. But they do care about those people, they care about releasing them them as soon as
3: possible violent it's catch and release for violent offenders and no gun rights for you for law-abiding trained citizens it's backwards and it's not they're not stupid they know exactly what they're doing my conclusion after doing this for decades is this is just an expression of an evil mindset there's good yep
1: yep
3: and there's evil and this is pure evil this is like you will not get in the way of government power to oppress and that's why what your listeners what everybody listening everybody listening to the sound of my voice you are part of the process to resist that every call you make every t- every email you send even though sometimes it feels like it's fruitless or it's not going to change the outcome it matters it makes a difference we're chipping away at a giant and you know like if you if you're cutting a boulder i use this metaphor a lot you start with a hammer and a chisel, and it looks like nothing's happening. But you keep tapping away, and one day, eventually, the whole thing is going to break wide open. So, we have got to stand with goodness and righteousness, and everything that is correct, and uh, and stand with the founding fathers, and stand with, you know, with the Constitution, and the Second Amendment, and fight this tyranny, okay? It's on us. Nobody's going to do it for us. If we let government go unchecked, they're going to take over. There's going to be nothing left. So we have an important role to play in history. And even though it's over in the courts, we're in lag time and we have to fight just as hard, if not harder now. So don't be discouraged. We're going to win this one. It's, you know, we're... The worst is behind us. We're, we, we've climbed the mountain and we're starting to pick up momentum heading down a very different hill. And that momentum is going to take everything in its path. So, okay, so so just know that you're doing the right thing and it's, it all matters. Even when it seems like it doesn't, keep going. That's how we got right to carry, nationwide. Keep you know going.
2: Our, you know what well, our state is worried about, Scott? You know what our state, so the Attorney General, Stuart Plankin right now, he's just sued five oil companies and a trade group for allegedly concealing their role in climate change. This is the the shit. This is the virtue signaling shit yep. that they're worrying about, okay? They're trying to punish a select group of people. A me, an ex, an ExxonMobil spokesman said that legal proceedings like this waste millions of dollars of taxpayer money and do nothing to advance meaningful actions that reduce the risk of climate change. Is this not how they treat us gun people, Scott? The absolutely same thing? wasting the same millions thing. of dollars that's what it's all about it's all agenda virtue signaling
1: bullshit okay but we allow but- it to happen we we allow it to happen by electing these assholes over and over and over again. Free
2: shit over freedom, yes. Sandy. We Constant. can't win. Constant. That's why they have a supermajority because they own they own a certain group of people that they give in, whether it's union people. How many people in New Jersey are registered Democrats that are government workers? Right. Right, So they don't want to lose their benefits. They don't want to lose their pension. They don't want to lose this, whatever.
1: We're outnumbered now. The the tilting point is over. They control the purse strings everywhere, but we control their purse strings, and we don't seem to understand that. Because we have an electorate who has been so dumbed down, they don't even understand how a bill becomes law. Well, I think they're waking up.
2: Sorry, uh, 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 Scott, I get it all the time. People are like, why, are we, why aren't we suing yet? And I'm like, it's only a bill. Yeah, but we can sue. No, we can't sue. Same thing happens to me, Scott, every day. I have to field questions like that. Why aren't we doing anything? The NRA doesn't do anything for New Jersey. Andrew, PC doesn't do anything for New Jersey. Nobody does anything for New Jersey. Okay, all right, but we're going to have our day in court. And you know what? I think the backlash. Now, is New York going to beat us to federal court? Because didn't they file first? They found uh, first they go but the third circuit already.
3: The second circuit, it's a different circuit for New the York. Second but, circuit, um listen, they have the head start, but it depends on the speed that the courts move it. So we could leapfrog ahead. Okay, okay. It, it listen. Or maybe the Supreme Court, if needed, will take both cases together or you know what I mean, like if it comes to the the lower and middle federal courts are still corrupt and trying to fight against Carry. If it it goes to the US Supreme Court, maybe they'll
2: take both cases together so and here I, they go again digging their heels in and they're gonna get triple smacked instead of again not being morons and just again we are we, our, our, our rulers ruled by tantrum we disagree with the Supreme Court's decision yeah. well there's a right. lot of Supreme Court decisions that I disagree with yeah. but yet as a as a citizen I can't do any I have to abide by it so now you're a lawmaker you disagree with the Supreme Court's decision you're gonna make an unlawful law to go against the Supreme Court I don't understand how that works <laughs> it's,
3: it's like I said, my conclusion is um, we're dealing with lawlessness. We're dealing with people who have no regard for the rule of law. It's just my law, my way or the highway. And, uh, you know, make me. They're basically saying, yeah. make yeah, me. Yeah,
2: exactly. Okay. Yeah.
3: It's like a yeah. childish, yeah. right. fist shaking, you know, stupidity. We didn't get our way, so we're going to have a temper tantrum now and, and, and do it anyway. Okay, it's absurd. These people are infantile. They're absolutely infantile, that's what we're dealing with. It's come down to that. I mean, really, think about it. It's like they're going nan and na and, 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 you know, I mean, <laughs> right? the supreme, you know, unfortunately, the Supreme Court doesn't have troops to enforce their regulations, but <laughs> you know, who knows? Maybe it'll come down to that
1: eventually. Yeah, it, it probably will since the you know, other
2: I want to diverge a second. You know how I'm always talking about locking your guns up in the car if you're going to a gun, you know, gun-free zone or whatever. This is the stuff that we don't need. And I I can give you the analogy here. This was on nj.com. A handgun and four boxes of ammunition were stolen from a vehicle inside a Journal Square parking garage on Monday. Oh. The 33-year-old victim told police the gun, a P365 9mm, a nice small carry gun, which was inside a case and ammunition, were stolen sometime between 7.30 a.m. and 7.30 p.m. His soft-top Jeep Wrangler had been parked at 2 Journal Square and had been driven a soft distance before noticing one of the windows had been cut open. All right, listen, This we do not need this. Right. We do not need this, okay? Right. You do not leave your gun in the car for 12 hours in an unlocked case, are not cabled or anything to the case. And now it's on the street, and there's four boxes of ammo, and it's a P365. It's a compact gun, probably practicing for his carry license or going to qual after work or something, whatever it may be. Us gun people, we do not need this, okay? We, it makes it worse. It makes it harder for us to win. Scott, you agree? Absolutely, I agree. Ugh. Okay, but Ugh. by this, by the same
3: token, he's also a victim of the laws that forced him to leave it in his trunk. Sure, yes, right.
1: Sure.
3: So, so listen. I mean, people have a reason. Listen, the trunk itself is a locked case. So, like, as a matter you know, of it's law- a jeep,
2: Scott. It's a jeep okay. Toyota, with a soft All top. Right. They All make right. they make metal cases with cables. We sell them here for thirty dollars. Scott, it's a metal TSA approved case with a yep. cable. You can cable it around the shoe. It should have been under the seat. It should have been cabled somehow, some way to delay somebody. The, you know. Well, you're right. A soft you're top right. Jeep, they cut the window.
1: Yeah. They cut the window. I mean. They probably saw the boxes of ammunition sitting on the seat. I hope not. I hope not. Also. I hope not. You know, uh, there, there comes quick, responsibility before, be- with this, people. You really need to understand there is a a, a a tremendous amount of responsibility that comes with carrying a firearm, even possessing a firearm. So
2: learn we it. Can't, we can't have shit like this happen. No. Because the media is waiting with bated exactly. breath for stuff like this to happen. Exactly. Uh, so it it really aggravates me to no end that this this is happening. Scott, what else do you have going on with strike force with the judge delays? We still have a we still have a few counties that haven't processed any permits like Essex and I believe Somerset County, not one stinking permit has been processed yet. Well listen I mean, strike... holy moly. I mean I can have Dan on to talk about it in detail next week or the week after, but what what do you got? What's what are you feeling? Well, what are you well, hearing? Well listen, well first of all, strike force is absolutely inundated with data
3: and feedback that, that oh, we're I getting. Know. Okay, and we're trying to resolve as many issues as we can for, for individuals, but listen, we have corrupt judges, we have corrupt uh Prosper, you know, police chiefs that are holding stuff and waiting. The like, it's like they're all waiting for guidance from the state. Well, we've just been talking for the last forty minutes about what the state, what the state's guidance is. So, listen, what I predict is going to happen is this is going to pass when it does. Um, and now, you know, the judges and the, this uh informal clique of people that are trying to suppress processing of permits will say, okay, now our our job what we've been doing has been supplanted by what the state has done so they're gonna start moving stuff through since carry permits won't mean anything at that point okay since you mm-hmm. can get a you can get a permit but you can't carry anywhere alright so so they're gonna start moving those through but in the meanwhile there's a tremendous amount of activity on number one multiple lawsuits that we have pending preparing for new lawsuits number three preparing to punish judges and prosecutors who have overstepped their bounds? Um, I, I can't. I can't tell you how much is going on in so many. Um, there's a zillion tentacles. We're dealing with all of it as quickly as we can, but it's overwhelming. And um, you know, the, you know, who knows what's going to happen? You know, we, you know, up until now we thought if the state acts responsibly, then the judges and rogue judges and prosecutors <laughs> will stop. But now, you know, the state is acting in a way that's going to be overturned so there's still a threat to be dealt with so listen all to say there is activity going on in pretty much every sphere of this I'll throw on top of that we have larger goals for overturning other aspects of New Jersey gun law once we get you know this stuff handled okay so it's you know we're looking at years of endless work on multiple fronts to advance the second amendment and to, to see that Bruin is fully implemented in the garden state, no matter what. And uh, there are some obstacles and hurdles to overcome and um, we're just going to keep giving it everything we've got.
2: Mm. Mm. Listen to this uh, Sandy. Um, How much time do we have
1: left? We've got about uh, 13 minutes. Holy shit, Scott! You usually talk a lot more. What
2: happened to you? <laughs> I'm, I'm what, exhausted. <laughs> what happened? I know you're you're beat, but but this is this is all good for us. Uh, how about updates on um, Magban, assault rifle evil features? Uh, any other cases that you? Can okay, talk well about? the
3: the Magban yeah the magazine band case which we brought in 2018, um, and really was sent back down by the u.s supreme court it went to the middle level federal appeals court which then kicked it down to the u.s district court okay and that's a bush appointed judge okay bush two appointed judge who was never so great on guns to begin with and he's who knows what's going to come from him but but basically his he has set a briefing schedule uh among the parties and and you know we're looking at more of a slog than a quick result. It's going to be a slog through the mud. Okay. And depending on what he does in court, you know, we may be back in the Third Circuit and we may be back in the U.S. Supreme Court on that. So stay tuned on the magazine ban. Just don't be discouraged about the time delay. It's just this is mm-hmm. part of the process. We're on the other side, we're over the top of the hill, and momentum is with us, like I said. But um, we also have a pending um, challenge to New Jersey's. Uh, so-called assault firearms statute. That's going to be a longer slog. It's um, you know, we're waiting to get out of the starting gate with that. The case has been filed, but it's on kind of uh, in an idling phase right now. We're looking at you know all kinds of potential challenges. You know, New Jersey's entire structure of gun law is backwards. It starts by banning everything there is to do with firearms, and then carves out little exceptions. That is backwards under Bruin and under the Second Amendment. If anything, it should be everything should be free and open except in certain circumstances, the limited exceptions. It should be everything's good except where it's not. It's backwards. That has to be changed. Yep. And whether whether the legislature does that, you know, they're not. The current legislature is not going to do that on its own. They're going to have to be forced to do that, um, either by the courts. Or when they realize that the courts are going to take away their options, that you know, at that point they may decide to do it themselves. Or if the lunatics stop running the asylum and uh, you know, pro-gun forces take back control of the state of the statehouse, um, you know, they may do it organically. And don't don't call me crazy for saying that. You know, as there's more hopefully integri- integrity coming to the election process, who knows what will be revealed by that. You know who knows if we'll see, um, let's say a true true representation of the will of the people in upcoming elections. I guess we're going to find out soon enough. So
2: that's that's kind of the big picture, Anthony. What about the uh, the lawsuit that all the two A groups are? Uh, it was supposed to get rid of uh, the FID card process. Yeah, that Anything one is
3: that? no, that one's idling right now. The prime movers in that or the case is idling and and the Bruin case has uh decision has, you know, has rearranged everything in that case. So it's being reevaluated. So but just know that there's more litigation that's going to be coming. And it's going to be it's going to be aimed at the heart and soul of New Jersey gun law. Okay, at the end of the day, however long it takes, we're going to have a constitutional series of gun laws. And, and you know, what we have lived under, this oppression that we've lived under for decades is going to go away. And we're going to make it go away. And, you know, gun owners can support that effort in so many different ways. So um, it's. Pretty unbelievable. Still pinching myself, but not so much anymore, because <laughs> now that we yeah. see what New Jersey's done, they haven't rolled over. They've rolled over in lip service. There's There must be 10 pages in the bill statement that we're fighting right now, in that bill of talking about the Bruin case and how what's lawful and what's not and how we have to follow Bruin. Like It's just they pay lip service to it because they know it's going to be challenged. They are just facially... Just putting in all, you know, like ringing the bells they need to ring, and then they proceed to unring every bell in terms of the conduct that they that they do. So, uh, you know, we're looking at being in the courts for a while, so we need to all get used to that and get ready for that.
2: That's why you have to support those who support you, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I talk about this all the time. NRA, ANJRPC. dot org CNJFO Coalition of New Jersey Firearms Owners uh, Firearms uh, Policy Coalition FPC and uh, Second Amendment Foundation as well as uh, New Jersey Second Amendment Society. It's very simple, you know, $20, 30 dollars, and join as associate members for all of those organizations. Get on the emails. You want to go on ANGRPC.org, You want to go on the email alerts. You want to share it with friends and family. Scott, I said something last week that I feel is vitally important because they're throwing around at those committee hearings that there's the three hundred thousand people are applying for carry permits. Okay, Uh, only only three (laughs) hundred thousand. Yeah, it's a good start. It's a good start. Uh, Like, how do you stop a lawyer from drowning? (laughs) Take your foot off his throat. (laughs) So listen. If there's 300,000, what I said is if you want to piss uh, our legislators off right now, everybody should get their friends, family members, co-workers, anybody who's expressed an interest in firearms and have them apply for an FID card right now. I'd like to see hundreds of thousands of New Jerseyans applying for FID cards. I would love for the superintendent of the state police to go back to the governor and the AG and say, Oh, my God, look at all of these people applying for their FID cards. What have we done? So I think everybody should walk their children, 18 years and older, walk them through the process, go online, the FAR system, get an FID card. It's good to have and do it now before they try to raise the rates up to $10,000 or whatever. I would love to see that happen. What do you think of my idea, Scott? I like it. Listen,
3: when they realize that there are so many gun owners in the state, it may affect their policy decisions, too, because if... If we get enough yes. gun owners, we're going to unelect some of these people. And l- let me tell you, if you want to see things change rapidly in New Jersey, there's one thing that anti-gun, anti-gun politicians respond to, and that's they're being reelected. If we find a vulnerable anti-gunner and we can take them out, okay, out of office, defeat them, um, that's going to send shockwaves through the legislature. So, you know, 2023 the entire state house is going to be up for election. Every cent- state yeah. senator, every state assembly person, that's the time we're going to have to speak with one voice and, you know, you know, we'll we'll put out the call then in a big way, but just remember what we're going through now. Remember that when you go to the polls next year. Obviously, we have federal elections coming up next month and we need to go to the polls there so let's let's start there let's let's send some shockwaves through the federal elections and let's let's let you know new jersey lawmakers tremble in their boots when they see those results because if they're not if if not if they get
2: emboldened by those results they're going to keep coming after us
1: oh absolutely
2: so so i agree listen listen i want to tell you something so i was in florida for 10 days uh southwest florida And um, oh, and everybody who reached out to me and said, "I hope you're enjoying your vacation," but I have a question for you. I hope you have a rectal itch for the next thirty days. By the way, thank you for for not respecting a little bit of downtime. I I really appreciate that. Really. So, uh, so listen. um, I noticed Amber Alerts like every day. On 75, Sandy, and 41, Amber yeah. Alerts. They're, and it was always <laughs> Crown Vic, Mercury Marquis,
1: and Lincoln Town Cars. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs>
1: but, With, but I have an idea. White-haired man and a members-only jacket.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I'm thinking something I missed in my book, Crime Proof. Yeah, that's true. A great way to keep an eye on your elderly parents is AirTags now. You can put an AirTag in their car. You can put an AirTag in their jacket. You can put an AirTag on their keychain. Embedded under Unbeknownst their Unbeknownst to or? them. Well, no, right now we're not. We're, we're what's his name? Zuckerberg. Or, no, no. Elon Musk is work, working on that with that brainwave company brain, he's working on. Yeah, yeah but. But I'm tell- telling you, this is a phenomenal idea. They're $29 a piece. They're four for $100. So you get four of them. And if you don't have a, an Apple, you can get Tile or whatever, right, uh, on an Android phone. But think about this. Yeah, you know, good your idea. right? I, I never yeah. thought about it. I'm thinking about how easy would it be to find Gramps if his Crown Vic had an air tag <laughs> in the console? <laughs> Right. We we, we wouldn't have to go through this craziness. And then on the other hand, you know, you can do it with your kids, too, especially when they're young kids going to school. They could be in their book bag or whatever it's got to be, you know. But uh, for the elderly, I think it's a great idea. Uh, But you got to think about where you're going to place them because, you know, if they just walk out of the house. You know, and they, they get like, you know, dis, disjointed and they don't know where they are. Is it, would it be on a piece of, like if mom stays in the house and always wears the same kind of smock or jacket or whatever, I would right. put one in and kind of almost sew it in. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe they don't even sew- know, they don't.
3: What? Maybe you could sew it into a holster because Florida is a whole different universe. Even Gr- <laughs> yes, even Gramps is carrying in Florida. Yes, that's very true, true. true. Yes, that's very yeah, true. Yeah, and that's
2: the other problem. Yeah, <laughs> right. Gramps is carrying, but but seriously, for a hundred dollars to get four of those for $100, would that not be a phenomenal way uh, to keep an eye on, to keep uh, tabs on somebody? And there'd be a lot less Amber Alerts.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm not sure about that, but it, we'd be able to find them somewhere in the Everglades. There'd be a lot less but-
2: Billboard Amber
1: Alerts. Yeah, I guess. How's true. that better?
2: That's better, yeah. uh, You'd be able to go find Pops. And even, who knows, you might find a surprise, you might find Pops at the local strip club. It could be. <laughs> playing like he had dementia, but he didn't have dementia. Now did he My wife thinks I'm on the toilet? <laughs> so these are these are the things that uh, that we definitely have to follow up on. Now, we our use of force class, it's a live class, real instructors, all RPO, PTC certified. It's not slides like the state police. 26 slides you have to watch to get your fid card (laughs) and we have question and answers and there's a small test at the end which uh, is very good in court our uh, our stuff was run uh, through the attorney general's office as well as counsel by the way and uh, so that class is really good if you're interested in taking use of force class keep you out of trouble. Uh, CPR, AED class, we have them listed. They've been selling out as well, as well as our tourniquet slash hemorrhage control class. Again, more and more people are carrying guns. This is stuff that you should have in your little first aid kit or emergency bag in your car, at home, et cetera, et cetera. And remember, while you're waiting months and months and months for your carry permit in counties like Essex and Somerset and Ocean or Mercer or whatever, start practicing carrying your gun in the house. Get comfortable with it. Carry it unloaded first and then start carrying it loaded. Because if we don't win these lawsuits... Direct. That's the only That's place only you, need you get can. to carry it. But you need explicit permission in writing ground, from yeah. every adult in the house that you can't read in Wait, the house. you need, you need yourself. permission in writing from yourself. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> so, Scott,
2: East Orange, for three months, East Orange, the clerk, a female officer, was refusing to take a carry application, saying she was waiting for guidance. Uh, From the AG's office, which we all know they have already. So last week's show, she started taking them, but now she has a reference sheet that has to be filled out uh, by all of your family members in your house. And if you're a renter, uh, a tenant, your landlord has to fill one out, too, giving you permission to own a gun in that house unconstitutional dan dan has it all already and you know i talk about this all the time it's not racism it's classism because woman rejecting the paperwork is african-american and the majority of the applicants are african-american so it's not a racist thing we all know gun control started as racism and it morphed into classism and that's the reason why danielson and all these other elites down there are sitting down there and don't want us to carry because how many security checkpoints do you have to go in to get into the state has to even testify what did you have to go through when you went down there scott well you had to go through a metal detector and you had to have
3: your basis through, through an x-ray yeah racist yeah. go ahead and you well, had to show that's, id that's, right you yeah you had to show, show ID? Id you had to show racist. id and they they take it down they take down your information and log it in a book by hand
1: more racism was that before or after the colonoscopy <laughs> It's during the colonoscopy, actually. That's great. How many arm efficiency? Go ahead. Oh, and then they give you once you've been
3: vetted, you get a tag, a special tag with special paper. It's only good for a day because what happens is as the day (laughs) goes on, a watermark starts to appear on it, and by the end of the day, the tag like has red lines through it, and you can't use it the next day. They've spent millions on this technology. What the hell did that cost? <laughs> it wow. it, it costs it cost millions that you know that in, in a company that legislators probably have a back end interest in. So of course, it,
1: guaranteed. Yeah, that's guaranteed.
3: Because we all know security comes from a tag. Oh, and by the way, they had armed security in the committee hearing room. Oh,
1: wait a yeah, minute! How many troopers, troopers were in the guns? room? Fine, goodness. Yeah. How many troopers, well, were, in yeah.
2: how many troopers well, were in that committee room?
3: Just, Four? just, oh, just one.
1: Just just one.
2: Just one. It's a small room. And,
1: and it they was, couldn't do you know, no, more anymore. I guess.
3: You know, they had all the red T-shirts there, the Moms Demand Action people. And, oh, of course. And, all uh, the Bloomberg
2: yeah. people. Yeah. All the Bloomberg people are there. And, of course, they get to speak and they get to talk about It's all emotion when they talk. We talk fact. They talk emotion. It's always the same. And uh, a lot of people listened in, and I was watching on the forums. A lot of people listened in, and they had never listened to a committee meeting before where someone and they were posting Scott Bach is the damn rock star blah 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 this was that you know you killed it and everything but most of them have never heard the process and they don't they couldn't believe how biased it is you know uh, and, and then you learn cause, because we all seem to have hope in our constitutional republic. We all seem to have hope in the balance of power with the three branches of government. But then once you see how the sausage is really made, you realize how friggin' rigged it is against us, the Uh, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, right? Let
3: let me give you an example of of the rigging, okay? This is how stacked it is. Okay, first of all, every committee is dominated by the majority party, right? But if it just so happens that there are one or two in the majority who don't want to vote the way the majority wants them to vote they can sit out that committee hearing and they can replace them with pinch hitters who will do whatever the majority Sh- wants no so, shit that's no I mean. kidding no kidding uh, they can they can put in pinch hitters to assure their victory and they do it
1: regularly unbelievable
3: uh-huh <laughs> it's a rigged it's a rigged game and by the way if the Republicans ever get back into in charge in New Jersey, I'm sure they will decry that as some uh, unfair, you know, uh, unfair skewing in favor of Republicans.
2: OK, yeah. total hypocrites. So um, it's amazing. But they're going so far, so restrictive. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the backsl the backlash. That's for that's for sure. Yeah, you it's know. not, subtle. <laughs> it's no, not no, no, subtle. no, 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 no. So what else? It's amazing
1: cuz you uh, you know you talk to people here in the Carolinas and they don't understand. They just don't understand what it what it is like. You know, I I talked to a friend the other day and he's like, "You know, we we hear about this stuff, but we now the hearing you speak about it." He said, "I it's just uh, beyond belief how this could be happening in the United States of America."
3: Well, wow. they they hit that nail on the head cuz New Jersey is not
1: the United States of America. <laughs> that's true. It's it's a carve out, yeah.
3: I remember when I was a kid we would we would drive to the Poconos to vacation and when back then when you entered Pennsylvania there was a sign that said welcome to Pennsylvania America starts here. <laughs> I, I remember that as a kid. That's the real that's a true true yep. thing. They don't do it anymore. I think New Jersey like uh, pays them off not to not to do oh, that. Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, gentlemen, oh it's uh, we have to wind down now. We did go along a, a bit long, but I think Good. everybody uh, enjoyed the uh, the additional yes. uh, few minutes uh, here.
2: You can wrap up. Uh, ANGRPC dot org donate <laughs> bitches. Register. Get on the email alerts. Donate to the NRA. Donate to CNJFO, NJ2AS, FPC, SAF. They're all working different angles, different courts, different districts. But keep focused on New Jersey. CNJFO, especially the, the, the J Factor David Jensen thing, and ANJRPC because of Strike Force and everything that's going on with Scott and getting ready for the next fight. And I'm so glad we're going to have a few hundred thousand more people with us in this fight. Sandy, close it with guiding rain. Scott, have a nice day, Scott. I'm glad that uh, Danielson's plane landed in your house and we got that taken (laughs) care of. That was his
1: sister flying, by the way. That wasn't him (laughs) because we all know he couldn't pass his pilot's license. (laughs) That's just the way it is. Look, I want to talk to you. Scott, there's an incredible program uh, here in the Carolinas and they're branching out a, a little bit across the country. It's for Um, veterans and first responders who have suffered any type of injury like uh, PTSD or spinal cord injury, stroke, uh, any victims of abuse, even of childhood abuse, they work with addiction and depression and uh, brain and head trauma, (coughs) they actually use horses um, as part of the therapy program, and I've been a witness to it. I participated in the program last week and absolutely is a phenomenal program. It... Talking to many of the vets uh, uh, and the participants in the program, they've said this has been the only thing that has been effective in their, in their continuing therapy and their rehabilitation. Um, and yet, the Biden administration, in their infinite wisdom, has decided to cut all the VA funding for this particular program uh, and programs like it and i am asking my fellow veterans to please help let's let's help each other as anthony says uh, you know what help those who help each other um you know to paraphrase if you could 5 dollars a month 10 dollars a month it is uh, every single penny it is a 501c3 corporation and i guarantee you that every single penny is going to the threat therapy program themselves, the overhead is being taken care of through volunteers. So um, everything goes. It is a, it's a rel- relatively inexpensive program compared to a lot of the other programs that are out there. But uh, apparently these horses eat a lot. And, uh, <laughs> so, and poop a lot. And they sure do. <laughs> there, there's that. Um and so they really do need uh, as as much uh, uh, love as we can show them. Uh, so if you would go to Guiding Reigns, uh, uh Guiding, R-E-I-N-S, .org. It is a 501c3 corporation. I'm not an accountant. I don't even play one on TV. So you could check with your accountant. But uh, from what I understand, uh, those types of organizations are tax deductible in many, many situations. So please, I know times are hard right now. Times are really barreling down the pike at us. Um, it's gonna get worse before it ever gets better, but we really, that's let's please try to stick together because nobody gives a shit about us um, uh, in, in Washington right now. We gotta care for each other. Okay, well, it looks like uh, you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music uses this podcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available at the bookstore, gun store, gun range, now called Gun for Hire. Scott, I want to thank you so much for everything that you do and for just being with us. And we always have a great time. Um, and we are looking forward to you and your fan to come back pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> we'll get that it's old. my biggest fan. <laughs> it's his biggest fan. But um, yes, he's here, ladies and gentlemen, all week long. We love you guys uh, <laughs> from somewhere. In an underground bunker uh, and uh, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, and here in the beautiful foothills of the Carolinas. God willing, Jesus Diaries and the batteries hold out. We'll see you guys again next week.
2: And I'm on to Carolina in my mind.